Hello, friends. Have you noticed that you can get caught up in consuming content? Or maybe you notice you are hyper, hyper focused on the doing. Empaths, we often consume. And I know because that was me too, soaking up information from all my favorite teachers and mentors. But it wasn't until I started focusing more on the being and embodiment work that the door to massive clarity was finally unlocked. And I no longer got confused about what was my energy versus everybody else's. I was able to become a more clear channel for creation and as a result, transform my life, business, and health. In fact, my meditation and embodiment practice is what helped me have a nearly $40,000 month this past January, see the highest downloaded month of the podcast, and finally release a lot of unnecessary stress. And my clients felt it and saw it in their lives too. It wasn't reading more articles. It wasn't doing more busy work. So I'm inviting you to graduate from the spongy empath consumer into the self-activated sovereign healer. You can take your podcast listening experience from, ooh, I feel seen, heard, and inspired to, holy shit, I actually feel different. My being has shifted. I am the embodiment of the woman I desire to be. The Third Eye Collective is a simple way to upgrade your experience and commit not only to a meditation practice that complements your healing, but also receive personalized coaching so you can be clear on what direct actions to implement into your highest goals. There are two simple ways to get involved at $11 or $22 a month with no commitment. So if this is calling your name, join this amazing and growing community. Welcome to the Healing Uncensored Podcast. My name is Sarah Small, and I'm a health and mindset coach for women with autoimmune disease just like you. I absolutely love helping you tap into your self-healing power, uncover the energetic side of healing, and release limiting beliefs around your body and your life. Think of this podcast as everything you wouldn't hear at your doctor's office. It's a place for empowered souls to move beyond food and heal themselves on a soul level. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Now let's begin. Welcome. I've had so many questions pop up in my DMs lately about empaths and empath energy and just what all this means to be a more energetically in tune human being and to be able to pick up on and even carry as your own other people's energies physical sensations, emotions, and just to be highly sensitive in a world that is a little crazy sometimes. And the energy of January, and especially February, has been so intense. And I personally have been through some really, really deep and intense emotions. And I've also heard this from my peers and my clients and my yoga students students and my friends that they've been going through some stuff too. So lots of tears, lots of confusion, lots of trying to figure out our place in the world and all of our next steps and 
almost like this rumbling up of emotions that then just like snap all of a sudden it's here and it's like on the platter and you're like I can't hold back these tears right now this is happening this like just has to move through me and come out of me and for me I went to an emotional healing workshop at the beginning of February and it completely cracked me open you guys I mean it was an essential oils workshop that talked specifically about how to use oils for more emotional therapeutic purposes. And I went in going, oh, I'm going to learn so much and I'm going to be able to teach all of this to my community and I'm so excited. And what I didn't know and didn't expect was that it cracked me open big time. And all of a sudden, all these limiting beliefs that I had kind of buried came back up and they were released. And all the energetic cords I had been carrying with me for years were cut. But when you cut an energetic cord or attachment to somebody or something else in the world, you're not only cutting their kind of energy, I think of it as like the, do you guys remember those toys when you were little potentially, depending on how old you are? And it was like this little sticky hand and you would like fling it against the wall or I don't know what, I don't know what you're supposed to fling it at. Maybe like at a person. <laughs> and it was like this little sticky gooey hand that would like stick to whatever surface you threw it at. That's kind of like an energetic cord. And so you might have all these little sticky hands all over your whole body. But when you take your scissors and you go chop, 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 chop. And you chop all them and they go like uh, kind of like a boomerang like back to, they fling back to that person. Well, all the ones that you put on all the people in your lifetime come back to you too. <laughs> and uh, yeah, both the release and the kind of like, like fling back at me of cords I put on people because I'm, we're all guilty of that as well. It was intense and it really just cracked me open in a beautiful way, but not an easy way. And we also did some integration of our higher self and just, I don't know, it's like I left feeling lighter. And then the next day I woke up and I was like, I'm not okay. I do not feel okay right now. And I knew it would pass, but it was also so heavy and so intense. And I, I knew that at the same time, it was exactly what I needed for the next step of my life and my business. I needed to crack open. I needed some heavy shit to surface so that I could move through it and I could process it. And I think so much of the time, we just avoid anything that might resemble that. Like, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for tears. I don't have time for emotions. I don't have time for cracking open. I don't have time to pause. But as an empath, we have to pause. And these things that do wrestle up emotionally in your life, they're not inherently bad. They might seem annoying to you, but they're not bad. And actually, I think of them as the opposite. When I'm getting a lot of emotions, I'm like, oh, fuck yes, bring it on. Because I know on the other side of that is transformation. So I was going through this big emotional just like, Oh, roller coaster, like tornado, hurricane, tsunami <laughs> this past month. And then I 
fell into a pretty bad autoimmune flare that I think was partially rooted in emotions. And I'm still doing some testing to figure out if there's anything else going on. But the other big thing that caused the flare, triggered the flare, is I was glutening myself. And I've got celiac disease. (laughs) I've had it for a long time. And I know better. But I bought this chapstick from Whole Foods, Alba Botanica, and I loved it. It was like the smoothest, creamiest chapstick I've ever used. And I was like, I was like applying it all the time. And uh, finally, I, I was being a detective trying to figure out if I was glutening myself in some way. And it wasn't the only chapstick. I have like a chapstick at my desk and a chapstick on my nightstand and a chapstick in the car and a chapstick in my coat pocket. (laughs) And it was one of the chapsticks, not all of them, but I was probably glutening myself every day. And when I finally looked at the ingredients of that chapstick, it said very clearly, I just wasn't a detective when I bought it, wheat germ oil. And it was there and my face all around my, like around my mouth, not my actual lips, but like around my lips, broke out like crazy. I developed this really bad rash and my skin is the, well, it was, it's, it's still healing, but it was the most inflamed it's been in a very long time with like rash that was so painful. And then I stopped treating the melasma and vitiligo. So all of that has just like come back in full force. <laughs> and so I've got all this pigment stuff going on. And then I started breaking out all along my forehead, hairline, and then like through my cheeks and around my mouth. And man, my skin was angry. But I had to reframe it and go, okay, my skin's not angry at me. My skin is sending me a message. And I have been off that chapstick for about a week or so now, and it's slowly healing, slowly healing. Wheat germ oil um, has a pretty long half-life, so it does take a while to detox, as I've learned and start to understand, but it happened, and I have to forgive myself for that. I'm an imperfect human being, and I gluten myself. (laughs) It's not the first time I've glutened myself, and it probably won't be the last time I gluten myself, no matter how careful I am. And I'm just happy that I found it. I'm happy that I was able to figure out that there was wheat germ oil in this chapstick. And if you're listening and you have celiac, if you have Alba Botanica, which again, feels amazing on your lips, but if you have any sort of wheat or gluten sensitivity, go throw it out. (laughs) And ultimately, I'm grateful for this because it really brought back to the surface, like I need to be careful with what I'm putting in my body. But also that my body is so fucking intelligent, it's so wise, and it always tells me when something's going on. It always tells me. I can trust it and I can rely on it to always tell me when there's something internally going on, whether that's emotional or physical or topical on my skin. It has a reaction. It That's part of the beauty of being an empath is you are highly sensitive. But your sensitivity doesn't have to be seen as a weakness. Your sensitivity allows you to see your body's messages, receive your body's messages so much faster and oftentimes more clearly than anyone else who might not be in touch with their their own energy or just their intuition. And 
I consider myself very sensitive, especially my skin. And it tells me like, hey, there's something going on. Find it. <laughs> it can't talk to me. It doesn't have a mouth, but like it can show me. And if you're open to receiving that message, then it's empowering and we can rewrite the story around it to, oh my God, my skin's so angry. I hate my skin. I can't like stand that this is happening. I'm so embarrassed that my skin is so broken out. And instead flip the script and say, thank you, skin. I love you, skin. Thank you for showing me that I was poisoning myself with wheat germ oil in my chapstick. I wouldn't have probably figured that out for a long time if you hadn't helped show me. So I had this flare and I had so many freaking emotions. And I just kept reminding myself that my body was sending me a message. And on the other side of this deep ass emotional release was transformation. And it, there truly was, because now I feel like I'm on the other side of at least the emotional part. And holy crap, transformation. It's crazy to me that in 28 days, so February, the shortest month of the year, I hit my first $13,000 month. And at the same time, I had one of the heaviest emotional months ever. And one of the worst autoimmune flares I've had in a long time. And I mean this like with all seriousness, the emotional stuff that came up, I mean, I was in the bathtub, fetal position, sobbing. And I'm completely okay sharing that with you because sometimes we think we should be ashamed or embarrassed or we should keep that private or secret or pretend to always be okay or be fine. But the truth is that I did not feel fucking fine. I felt like I needed to sob for two hours. And so I let myself sob for two freaking hours. And hell, it felt good. And it felt so necessary for me to just let out so many emotions. And as empaths, we sometimes, if not often, bottle our shit up. And we just fill ourselves with all these energies that surround us. And then we forget to empty ourselves out. You feel me? We are a full bucket. And I needed some serious emptying last month. And I'm just so glad I allowed myself the space to do it. And so I was tapping into the energy of this community and I realized that a lot of other people have been feeling some of the same intense things alongside me. As, as a community, we're going through this like collective shift, this collective energy of, okay, I'm full. It's time to release, 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 to empty that bucket that you've just been filling, 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 filling and let go. And so as I noticed that there was a theme of, because when you talk about something, my friends, and you share something with the world, the beauty of, of it is, number one, sharing your story can be healing for you. It can also show others that they're not alone, but oftentimes people respond back and go, me too. Oh my God, me too. Oh yeah, I, I had a breakdown yesterday too. And then you realize it's not just your energy. Sometimes it is a big collective thing that we're experiencing as an entire human race. So I pulled the Facebook group and I just tapped into this and, and realized that we needed to do a little empath healing. <laughs> and I asked you guys what questions you had around empaths. And so here's a few that I'm going to answer today. 
and I think I'm gonna do a part two because I I um, there were a lot of them so I think I'll answer the rest of them in another episode the first question is from Dan Yella, and she says some daily rituals, she's asking for some daily rituals that we can do to center and ground ourselves. That's the first part of her question. So these are simple, but they're effective. To center and ground yourself, first of all, go outside as much as possible. Nature is healing. The earth is grounding. We get this amazing uh electrical reaction with your feet on the earth of this negative ion exchange and it allows us to ground down. Now I live in Colorado and it's snowy and cold and the last week's been really cold so I might just go, we still have a lot of sun here fortunately, I might go outside with my boots on and bundled up and I just might let my, my face just be touched and kissed by the sun. So there's lots of ways you can do this, regardless of what season or time of the year or location you live in the world, to go outside and ground yourself and let Mother Earth just touch you and ground you and work her magic on you. I also have been recently obsessed with red light therapy. And so this is similar to color therapy. So in some chakra healing, they'll use colored light bulbs to help balance the specific energy center that aligns with that color and that frequency or vibration of the color. And red is our root chakra, as many of you already know. And I've been using red light therapy from Juve Social or juve.com, I think the website is. I'll link to it in the show notes. And I purchased one of their uh, mini red light red lights and um, mini is not actually that many there's like a more small uh, smaller handheld one this one's fairly large it covers definitely your whole face and most of your chest and I just sit in front of it and I'll listen to some YouTube videos or meditations or some Abraham Hicks and allow the color therapy to work on me but also the red light has a bunch of um healing benefits as well that I'll probably do a whole other episode on to be honest but this has been something that's really allowed me to ground down and uh, reduce inflammation in my body as well next is tapping so I talk about this in a lot of my online courses and tapping we can do that in EFT emotional freedom technique type tapping but the quickest and easiest solution I have for you is just to take your hand and we talked about this in the previous episode with Amy Share, and you just tap on your on your thymus gland on your chest and that kind of hard plate on your chest and I will tap there to ground my body sometimes I just tap sometimes I add a mantra to it so I might say I am grounded I'm grounded I'm centered, I'm centered, or maybe even I'm safe because a lot of grounding is also the reason we don't feel grounded is because we don't feel safe in the world. So ask yourself, where, where's fear wrestling up and where do I not feel safe or supported in my life? And you can tap on it as well. Grounding crystals are always a good idea, whether they're jewelry under your bed, in the corners of the room, you carry it in your hand, your purse, your pocket, and the grounding crystals that uh, our most beneficial are going to be the color red or black. I like red jasper, black tourmaline, hematite are some of my favorite grounding crystals. Next, just breathe. We rush through this life. Try to be perfect. There's all these energies that surround us and sometimes we just forget to breathe. 
So to center and ground yourself before you jump into the next thing on your to-do list or you walk into the meeting or you jump in your car to go pick up your kids, just breathe. And give yourself a moment to just reconnect to yourself and the rhythm of your breath. I also love to pair this with a Balance Essential Oil from doTERRA. And Balance is a blend of some grounding oils that, first of all, smell freaking amazing, super um, non-toxic as well. So it's going to be healthy, clearing, cleansing for your body versus inhaling something like bleach or or a chemical. Breathe is just pure 100% oils from plants, flowers, roots, from the earth. And so that's another way to bring that kind of go outside Mother Earth energy into you when it is snowing outside is use, first of all, bring plants into your house, but also bring oils into your house and take a couple of deep breaths in straight from the bottle. You don't even have to use a drop of balanced essential oil. And this helps ground me so quickly, so fastly. And if I ever had any teeny tiny doubt on the power of essential oils, February ditched all of that because this essential oils for emotional healing workshop, holy shit. The power of oils is real. (laughs) emotionally and physically. I mean, sure, you can clean your house with them, and I do, and I clean my laundry with them, and I clean my bathroom with them, and I just make my house smell good with them, but they're so much deeper if you want them to be. So we can use them for hormone balancing and digestive stuff, like all this internal work, but also the emotions. And balance is specifically cultivated to be a grounding blend to help you with the energy of grounding finding balance in your life, centering yourself, reconnecting to who you are, just letting your feet get sturdy, your body feels safe. And lastly, to center and ground yourself, just give yourself space. As an empath, we need space. We can't be constantly around all these things that make it very distracting, overwhelming, hard to decipher what is ours and not ours. And so when you give yourself space or you go into meditation or you just take a break from the world for a moment, like unplug from social media, even if it's just at night or a full day, it doesn't have to be forever, but give yourself space to breathe and to feel and not to be constantly distracted by all the stimulation of the world. Just give yourself some space. Danielle's second part of her question was that, uh, what do you do when you feel anxious and are already finding yourself down the feeling feels whole? (laughs) I like this. She said, if that makes sense. I think I know what you're saying. And I feel like the listeners can relate as well. It's like you're going down that hole of feelings and I don't know when I'm coming out and the feelings are here and there's nothing we can do about it. I'm going deeper. (laughs) help. (laughs) So yes, there's so many feelings and we can get so full, that bucket. And then we end up confused by our own feelings. And that's that feeling the feels whole is like, I'm having feelings, but I don't even know if they're my feelings or the collective's feelings or someone else's feelings. 
And so you have to give yourself space, you have to give yourself to, your space to, to feel into this and also start to build, build your emotional intelligence so that you can put a name to your feelings whenever possible. And the subtle changes and fluctuations and differences between your feelings. Like, for example, being able to differ between anger and rage or joy and happiness. So just allowing yourself to really feel and notice what's coming up. I also suggest when you're kind of rolling down that slide, that hole, to take more baths. If you don't have a bath, you can also do a foot detox or a foot bath. Just fill a bucket up with water and put some Epsom salts in it. Otherwise, bath, add some Epsom salts. You could even add balance, essential oil. So you're going to start to bring your body back into homeostasis and balance versus that like, oh shit, I'm going down the hole, I'm going down the hole. So I really like baths. And not only are they grounding, but they're also releasing and cleansing. So they're, they're great for a detox, they're great for your skin, they're great for your muscles, but magnesium. But you are also, think of it as like the salt pulling out any of that little bits of the layers of the bucket that are so full and the salt's like helping you suck that up. <laughs> and so your bucket gets a little less full each time you take a bath. It also helps to journal. Even if it makes no freaking sense what you're even writing about, that's the point, that you're just expressing yourself, that you're letting it out on the page, and it helps you navigate that hole that you feel like you're going down, so that you're not just going down it like completely like hands flailing in the air, and instead you're putting your hand to a pencil and going, okay, let's see if we can steer the direction of this hole a little bit. Maybe we can impact the end result and the outcome a little bit and keep asking yourself empowering questions so empowering questions are not why me why did this happen poor me empowering questions I have a whole episode on this if you guys go back and find it it's it's what is you can ask yourself what is surfacing in this hole that I feel in what lesson is here for me? How did I get here? What led to this? What are the emotions that are coming up? Can I put a name to them? What is surfacing in my life through this experience? So there's a little trap for the empath, which is that the empath who does not have emotional intelligence or, or maybe just not a high emotional intelligence that empath probably feels wounded because they never know how to express themselves. They're just, they can't put a word to how they feel. And my heart goes out to that person because that's frustrating as hell. You're like, I feel a way, but I don't know how to explain, explain that, that way that I do feel. And so they're just, they're, and oftentimes disconnected to their body or their emotions and their body kind of feel like separate entities. And so it's very, very hard, very, very challenging for them to express themselves. So I do see this often as a little trap for empaths is 
And it's also like an inherent trap for every single freaking one of us because our school systems, at least my school system and the ones I know of, they don't teach about emotional intelligence. You don't have a class on emotional intelligence 101, how to define your emotions, how to figure out why you feel the way you feel or where this emotion is coming from, the root of an emotion. We're not taught that. And so we, we don't develop an emotional intelligence necessarily and unless we like maybe our parents taught us, took it upon themselves. Maybe we've tried to figure it out and navigate it on our own or done some deep emotional or energy healing. So this, is ha- this happens to so many people. But it can be very frustrating for empaths because they, they don't know how to express themselves. And it can really affect your relationships as well because your partner is trying to potentially communicate and talk to you. Andrew and I went through this. Holy crap. He's like, let's talk about this. How are you feeling? And I'm like, I don't fucking know how I feel. <laughs> I don't know how to put a name to this. I just feel everything. I feel the weight of the world. I feel all of the pain and all the joy and all the sorrow all at the same time. How do you want me to explain that in a sentence? <laughs> And it really affected our relationship. And eventually I learned how to communicate how I was feeling. But he was raised this way. Like he, his parents, like very, very open communication. Let's sit down on the couch. Like, let's talk. Let's talk about things. And we didn't do that at my house. (laughs) So it can affect your relationships. It can affect your well-being. It can affect your health. It can affect your confidence. It can affect your job. I mean, this can affect so many different aspects of you and your life in general. So I want you guys to just be aware of whether you are the empath who maybe wants to build up her emotional intelligence or the empath who feels like she's already able to easily communicate and express herself. All right. That is all for today. I, again, I'm going to come back and answer many more of these empath questions. I appreciate you guys so much for asking these questions. They're so good. And that just concludes part one of your empath Q&A. So I'll be back for more. There are links in the show notes for uh, Intuitive Soul School Waitlist. This is a signature program of mine that takes the empath who feels potentially wounded, broken, or just like they're not stepping into their full power, and it gives her the tangible tools to be able to feel empowered as an empath, to realize that this is a gift and to be able to navigate her life with her intuition so she's no longer making decisions from a place of fear. And instead, she feels so worthy, capable, and able to tap into her intuition and make decisions from a place that feels so good and so aligned within her. So this program's cultivated for the empath who wants to strengthen her intuition The waitlist is open. I'm going to pop a link to that as I mentioned. And I'm also going to pop a link to a free training that I'm hosting this week. Intuitive Soul School probably will come out late spring or summer this year. But this week, I'm hosting a behind-the-scenes training on my $13,000 month that includes a breakdown of my income and, more importantly, the energetics that got me there. So I cannot wait to share all of this with you. And P.S. If you guys follow me on Instagram, 
you're going to want to turn on notifications this week because I have four incredible people taking over my Instagram stories. They'll be sharing their unique wisdom and knowledge with you. I can't wait for you to learn from them. They're a surprise. I'll be announcing them each night before they go live on my story and just really start to cultivate this beautiful, beautiful community that is all of you. I'll see you guys next time.